0: Rock and Roll Death Brigade Podcast with Randy Rocket
1: Cody Alright, it's Rock and Roll Death Brigade Podcast with me, Randy Rocket Cody of theMetalBand.com. It is October 17th 2021 sunday hope everyone's doing good and having a good uh weekend out there wherever you're at wherever you're hanging out with and hopefully partying and having a good time i've got a lot of ground to cover a lot of different things to talk about uh, before we get rocking with some music of course the biggest news uh That Everyone's talking about right now is Vince Neil Motley Crue falling off the stage during his performance at Monsters on the Mountain Fest Uh, And apparently he's he's reportedly broke broken ribs Uh, so he uh, What what I have gathered in my research so far is Vince hit uh, concrete after he had uh, taken a misstep off the off the stage basically it's as simple as that um you know this is odd because it, it it does come this story uh followed the big story i had just put out at the metal den about the limo driver the former limo driver for motley crew uh, al bowman saying that uh, what what a really what in bad shape due to alcohol that Vince Neil has been uh, has been going through in in his life in recent years, and so uh, it's it. This is now what you'll see in a lot of the reports coming out on Vince Neil falling off the stage, is that he was uh, he was not drunk, that he had not been drinking, and it was just a simple, you know, just a simple mistake. You know, well, I can tell you this that. Uh, Anybody with a brain in their head knows that when you have a belly, and Vince Neal still has a belly, ladies and gentlemen, everyone can say that he's losing a ton of weight. I will tell you this, I beg to differ. He's hiding a lot of that with what he's wearing. And I'm especially now we're talking about the belly area because the belly is is the problem. This is, the, it's turned into belly gait. The belly is the problem because, and, and that's that's what I've been talking about all along with uh, him having to get in shape for being in a very uh, physically demanding role, being the lead singer for Motley Crue and going to go back out on tour and, and you know, hearing that's been postponed twice and is now currently scheduled for uh, summer of, of 2022. Here in America, and then supposedly some some overseas stuff should should happen if everything goes well in twenty twenty three is, is what Nikki Six is saying. But what you have to realize is, ladies and gentlemen, Vince Neal's belly is the problem with the alcohol, the demon alcohol as as the limo drivers said this is those are the two primary problems that we're dealing with here because that's what's affecting the voice in my opinion <clears throat> now he's broken these ribs this is going to further affect uh his ability first of all to sing does anybody who knows about singing as i do because i'm a singer myself you sing the breathing uh using your your, your diaphragm now this is I, I actually took a singing lesson. I was taught exactly how to how to do that. Uh, you know, using your stomach, and that's where you draw your uh, that's where you draw the air, you know, for when you're for when you're doing your singing. And so um yeah, breathing for singers is different from normal breathing. And people have to understand that. But a lot of people don't have any clue so that's what i'd like to get across right now is that that's what we're this exacerbates the problem that was already um that we we're dealing with here with with vince's vocals and uh so basically it it just looks like vince is going to have to go through some uh recovery now that's going to probably take from what uh It's it's going to probably take two months, minimum. Like there's no activity he can do, not even any kind of uh, sports or you know any any kind of strenuous type of uh, activity at all. Excessive movements, uh, you know, is going to be res- fully restricted for uh, for the next two months. So. You know, we're already here. We're already at almost, we're almost to November, man. You know, we're almost at the end of, of, of 2021 and heading into 2022. So now you've got Vince. Now you have the situation with the fact that he was from, this is the what the critics and everyone are complaining about. This is not me saying this. You know, although I, I fully have definitely made my uh, uh, opinion heard that, I thought that he had some vocal issues going on that needed to be addressed before he would go out on this this comeback tour. You know, great if he wants to look wonderful by losing some weight and getting back to looking trim again, and it's great for your health. That's that's what really this is all about. Like I said before about the belly, if you can't see your feet, y'all know as well as I do that it's going to be very difficult to navigate. Somewhere like a stage or anything like that, where it's darker, uh, you know, it's and, and 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 anything can happen. So, on top of the fact that you know, it's very well known that Vince Neil has a drinking problem. So this, you know, that's these are all the things that have to when you're looking at this situation. This all does everything has to be examined. Now they're saying Vince Neil and his his camp are saying that he did not he was not drinking, he was not drunk. Okay? Simple mistake, he fell off the stage. That's what that's what they're saying. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a this is a man who just back in what, May, quit during a Motley Crue song while he was performing solo. He was covering Motley Crue, quit singing and literally said into the microphone to the the fans that my voice is gone and walked off the stage. And then we get all these other reports in these just just recent weeks of him, his horrible... You've seen the news, uh, the press online, I'm sure... Of of how horrible his per, his solo performances have been in terms of, you know, his vocals are just way off. And so these questions are being asked by the fans because a lot of these people paid a lot of money. This tour has taken in over a hundred million dollars already. It's been postponed twice. I think the fans have been very very patient with Motley Crue. Um. I think in the, the the day and age that we're in, I think a lot of people are, are dealing with a lot of stress already, and this this situation just kind of you know, it just kind of pokes a, 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 a festering wound, if you will, and continues to poke it. It's just, it's really this this situation with Vince Neil's is, is has turned into, you know, the the comedy event. Of 2021 so he's got he's got some serious issues going on now that he's fallen off the stage and from all that I'm seeing it's gonna take at least a minimum of two months before he can even start to sing attempt to try to sing again so what that means is if you're not able to sing for two months anybody who knows anything that does you do anything elite level and you have to take off two months you know, whether it's you're playing golf, you know, you, once you have your swing, same thing with baseball, look at what happened to Cody Bellinger with the Dodgers. How horrible. He was the MVP once, one season. Now he's like the laughing stock. The guy can't, came, can't, can't he's, he's at the Mendoza line below that. I mean, let's get real, folks. You can't take that amount of time off. You can't go through an injury, okay, and there not be some after effects. From from that injury, that stemmed from the injury. Now, in that meaning, there's going to be a lot of weakness in his voice with inactivity. He's already Vince Neil has already Vince was already one foot in the grave with his voice. Now he can't sing for two months, and we don't fully know the, the full extent yet. Of how serious the rib breakage is because the more severe the rib breakage is which uh, it just depends how what how bad he he injured himself in terms of when he hit that concrete so it's it's gonna we're gonna have to wait and see but I from what I can see it's a minimum of two months before Vince Neal's back to singing and uh, other news that we put out the melden.com. You've got all sorts of news stories that you can uh, you can check out. Uh, before we get you more updates on the Vince Neil injury, we'll be putting out that information as soon as we get news. Uh, we'll, we'll let you know about it. But you've got um, you've got the latest news stories at the melden.com. Also, uh, Jin Gould has a new single premiere. They've got a new uh, EP that they're putting out called Mechalith. That'll be out December 9th. So check out that uh, single premiere at TheMetalDen.com. Cannibal Corpse has announced uh, a 2022 U.S. headlining tour. Black Soul Horde has debuted a new lyric video. Impending Doom has announced a new EP. Uh, Nikki Six has has uh, plans to record a new uh, some new crew music he says Uh, according to a Yahoo Entertainment interview that he did uh, he says he's writing music that sounds like the first Motley Crue album so whatever that means we'll we'll see what that means but that was one of the top stories uh, for the metal den on uh, in the Facebook uh, groups there's a group called Motley Crue rocks forever and that's already I can see over 400 likes on that one post. there. That, that story was put into you know multiple multiple different groups. That's a part of my distribution. Uh, and that group is 46,000 members. Uh, that one's gotten a ton of ton of interesting comments and everything. So definitely, if you're online and you're listening to this podcast, you go into these news groups and you become a member. Uh, you'll see that my post. Get in, get into their into that that specific motley crew uh, group. There's all sorts of heavy metal and hard rock and different types of groups that you know. I literally have I think like over 300 groups that I belong to. So I have I pick I can pick and design every time I put out a press release uh, or a report exactly who I want to target, and so it just depends on what the what the story is about. But yeah, this uh this one with Nikki Six uh, talking about some new Motley Crue music definitely got a lot of attention from everybody. Uh also uh just a just a little uh note people didn't realize but uh John Karabi Corabi also was performing at that same uh concert that Vince Neil f- uh, fell off the stage. <clears throat> Another big story that came out and this stems also from the limo driver this story has got a lot of attention did Motley Crue murder abducted virgins during shout the devil tour so the former limo drivers talked about the band members of Motley Crue being uh, practicing Satanists and hanging out with the Church of Satan founder uh, Anton LaVey and so that's what that interview you can check that out really really shocking stuff and um talks about how he would go out he was told by the band to go out and 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 pick up uh virgin female fans to bring back to, to to vince and to nikki so very uh very interesting i can tell you i've started to look into some of the different things uh that he's alleged here that he's he's claimed in his uh Stuff he's talking about so it's going to be very interesting. I think for for fans to learn more about this uh, limo driver from Motley Crue and And really the more about the background of the band with with connection to Satanism All right, well hey before we get rocking with some music uh, Just make sure to check out all my other reporting at Randy at Cody dot Always have new reports coming up. I've got one coming up here Halloween for River Phoenix, and it's going to be a doozy. I'm telling you, it's going to be a big one. The Viper Room and Johnny Depp and all that's in there. So uh, it's going to it's going to really be something heavy for, for people who are into that River Phoenix story. All right. Uh, I just want to say thank you to everyone who's been supporting my work out there. I see a lot of you sharing the post. From those uh, groups on Facebook and that's awesome and I see uh, you know a lot of people making intelligent comments which is cool uh, in terms of just expressing themselves and there's nothing nothing wrong with that man that's what this is all about um, Yeah, you know, I might have a few arguments on there with some of the, the different uh, people that are on there I don't know if you call them trolls or whatnot or, or if they call me a troll but um, I think it's fascinating. I think that it's important for people to have your opinion, you know, to, to be able to express it uh, and to not be censored. Um, you know, as long as you're not being, you know, you're not doing terrorist type things, you know, and, and, and putting threats on people or anything like that or 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 denouncing someone's uh, faiths or their uh, ethnicities or, or whatever, you know, and you're just, you know, stating your, your own opinion about things you know you should not you should not be censored so with that said let's get rocking with some music to what Vince Neal has to say I have an issue with eating too much and that's that's going to pr- pr- present a problem for me running around on the stage and trying to sing y'all know i got difficulties trying to do that as it, as as it is, but weighing damn near five hundred pounds obviously i've got I've got to lose a little bit of it before I do get back out on the stage and and I would really just appreciate it if if uh, everybody would just tell this this rocket fell over at the mental den to, to get off my back. Really, I, I haven't done nothing to nobody recently. And uh, I just, I, re- I really... Uh,
0: <laughs> I just want to be Vince Neil. I want to be Vince Neil for everybody, okay? I want to be Vince Neil. Motley Crue. Remember me? <laughs> So please, give me back. i to lose weight, <laughs> oh, it hurts, it hurts man, it hurts. I, am, but I went to GIT I learned how to scream by guitar before you were even born, motherfucker. Just don't come here and stand on the front row wearing Docker's pants and a goatee and tell a guy who's wearing American flag fucking pants. You You can't... a you're gonna rape a girl, make sure that she is completely passed out and she doesn't remember the same. Yeah, you're like, Kobe Bryant did. Jesus. We yeah. uh, learned, learned a lot in 50 years of fucking rock, dude. And one thing that we fucking learned, we have studied, after he was done studying sexual Central in the Philippines, and then we took a course on a heavy battle in fucking China, and one thing we learned, I feel that. I it because I... have I feel it. It was right underneath He's dead.
2: on wednesday april 17th at the hard rock at 3771 south las vegas boulevard hey al uh, one of the things i was checking out uh about the motley crew when you were driving a motley crew around when you were the, the limo driver to the stars back in the old days uh, is, is you used to drive them to satanic uh ceremonies or something what the hell was that <laughs> What's
0: going on
3: there? You know, that's a very interesting part of that story. Yeah, Yeah, that's one of those mystery things. Um, You know, it does take some help from the invisible world sometimes to succeed in entertainment. That shouldn't be a secret to anybody. That whole, you know, I had to make a deal with the devil thing is actually kind of real. But it's not as simple as pricking your finger and saying, Hail Satan. You know, you've got to... Uh, tap spiritual forces much like people do in their faith in God when they pray to Jesus uh, these guys just pray to a different God and uh, and they ask for the success that they want through that particular system of belief uh, some people call it pagan or druid or any of these uh, you know uh, other ways to describe it uh, you know I, I am uh a man of faith, and uh, I believe what I believe to be the the correct God, but we also have to respect the fact that the God of this world is a, a pretty dark one, whereas the God of the universe is is not. And uh, so this was their particular system of belief. There was a, a place uh, that's pretty well known. Uh, behind the Whiskey-A-Go-Go that everybody knows about uh, that was in the industry. Uh, it was an ivy-covered uh, little old wooden house with darkened windows, and uh, it was a location that uh, many people frequented, um, and there were people involved at a very, very high level. Uh, movie stars and such. Uh, the Errol Flynn Estate was a common destination back then for wild parties with lots of debauchery and uh, craziness. So, you know, it's uh, it's not a secret and a lot of people uh, are very aware that this goes on. Um, it was new to me. Uh, I didn't know much about it at the time. I did meet uh, people from these various churches at that time uh, who filled me in on a lot of very good information i did meet mr anton LaVey, uh who's the head of the church of satan and uh nice enough guy a good fellow i you know again i it's not for me to judge, you know, and for people who are believers that the soul is eternal and goes on to and we're just a vessel with this human body we have, and then there's people who don't believe that and can feel like you can do whatever you want, because that's the rule the first rule in the book of of the you know the satanic Bible is do what thou wilt shall be the rule of the law, which is do whatever you want, you're free to do as you please. And that's what gives people license in their mind to live life the way they want it and, uh, you know, be a rock star and have sex with many women and, you know, uh, do lots of drugs and, you know, live fast and die young is their mantra. And that's what happens to a lot of them, Ed. <laughs> they do. They live very fast and they die very young. Look how many have done it. So.
2: And what, what kind of rituals would they do, like drinking blood or, or sacrificing animals or anything like that?
3: Well, mostly uh, prayers and incantations. Um, As I said in the story, they weren't trying to summon angels from above. They were trying to summon demons from below, if that makes sense. Um, And I don't want to give out too much information because I don't want people to get into practicing of the dark arts. Right because people do that and they do it recklessly and it ends up costing them their life because they were careless with how they did it. Cause if you take a look at the guys in Motley Crue, none of them have died, although they've all had, well, Nikki died. He was legally dead for one and a half minutes uh, from a heroin overdose. Uh, you know, Vince has had health issues. Mick Mars has had health issues. Tommy, you know, had a bout with hepatitis and had to do these blood treatments. And, you know, they go through these blood treatments where they have, uh, you know, to run their blood through these machines and filter it and heat it and put it back into their body to get rid of the virus. So they've all had, you know, effects from their lifestyles that have been very negative on their health. And uh, they've had to deal with that. And that's not an easy thing to deal with. So, you know, uh, those are unfortunate side effects of of getting into the ritualistic type stuff that, you know, these guys engaged in. But none of them are dead and they're still around. They're still playing and they're still making money and thanks to that story that got picked up by every major news outlet in the world their album sales went up two thousand percent how do you like that number ed jeez yeah two thousand percent and believe me they were trying to put the kibosh on a lot of the stuff in that story not the band but their legal team and uh you know, the legal team was saying, it's impossible. This guy couldn't do this. There's no way. We don't. Well, I had the photos to back it up. And I got a lot more where those came from. I always had a pocket camera in my glove box back in those days. I took pictures with a lot of celebrities, not just them, but I took pictures of many, many, many famous people for like the first five, six years I was in the business. Then I, once I got to see that celebrities were just like the rest of us, only yeah. maybe slightly worse. <laughs> I stopped taking pictures because I was no longer fascinated with them.
2: Now, now Vince Neal, though, he lost a daughter. Didn't he become like a born-again Christian after that? Not at just, all. Really? Really?
3: No, if anything, his alcoholism got worse. And <laughs> yeah. uh, if you look at him today, he's not the healthiest guy. And, uh, you know, I feel sorry for Vince because he's actually a pretty good person deep down. But demon alcohol, man, he's got a real problem with that. And, uh yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's never good for anybody. You know, alcohol is probably worse than drugs. I think it has a much far far-reaching effect on families and and life than uh, than drugs do.
2: Yeah, it's so accessible. You know, you can go any supermarket. You know, and pick up a you know four o'clock in the morning whenever you want. It's right there. And now, now what other well, especially, of, in uh, Vegas, yeah.
3: especially in Vegas. Especially okay, in Vegas.
2: Twenty four hours. Yeah. Now, now, what yeah. other uh, stars were involved in this satanism though that you could tell us about? Can you mention any other names besides these guys?
3: Well, just about, just about all of them. I mean, in one form or another, um, you know, and again, like it's just, it's a belief system and it's a religious system and it is a system that requires prayer and requires uh, faith. So again, like I don't condemn it like a lot of people do. Oh, it's evil. It's bad. It's like, well, it's just another form of belief. And since, uh, the people who practice it don't believe that there's any kind of eternal damnation and that the first rule of do what thou wilt shall be the rule of the law and they can do whatever they want. They don't feel accountable because they think everybody goes to heaven no matter what form of worship you do. Uh, but I need I remind anybody that the devil or Lucifer, or Satan, whatever you want to call him, Beelzebub is the king of all lies. So If you're going to believe that there's no price to pay, you have to remember that the person or the entity telling you this is the great deceiver. And that's about the biggest warning I can give to anybody. Um, Don't be deceived. This is the prayer I wake up to every day. And I say, dear Lord, I pray today not to be deceived because there's a lot of deception out there, especially in the entertainment business, very much deception.
2: So you would describe yourself as a Christian?
3: I would say that I am, yes. I I definitely uh, have been through, you know, my limo driver days, I did every kind of wedding there was. (laughs) And so I got to study. Oh, I did. I did, you know, Cambodian weddings. I did Hindu. I did Buddhist. Uh, You know, I I learned all about veganism and vegetarians who just, please stay away from my event. We serve pork (laughs) ribs and chicken. Okay. (laughs) So, don't bring your vegan diet to my show. Uh, They always disrupt the chefs and cause big problems, you know, Uh, vegans. They drive me nuts. Um, But uh, I learned a lot. I mean, I studied, you know, a lot of times when I would do these uh, weddings from these different religious cultures with the limo, they'd leave stuff in the limo that was uh, uh, texts from their religion, uh, you know, their, their holy books, like the Bhagavad Gita, the I Ching. I read all this stuff and, uh, and ultimately, you know, I found that, uh, for me anyway, uh, Jesus was always the answer um, and, uh, and was the most uh, useful and effective uh, prayer answerer was, uh, was Christ. Uh, again, this is just for me. Like yeah. it, Some people need to find a higher power that just works for them. So for the people who use uh, satanic worship as their higher power and it works for them, Well, then, you know, we're all individuals. God gave us all a free will, Ed. So, you know, let's see that uh, if that works for you, then best of luck to you. But you will at one point stand before God, and uh, hopefully he won't, you know, throw you into the uh, hot spot. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. i got to tell you, though, like when I come into contact with these kind of things and these kind of people, you know, in my work and stuff like that, I I get kind of like an evil feeling off them. Like I get like an evil vibe. Did you get that?
3: Uh, well, you know, I always try to see the good in everybody, which okay. is how I started this award show. <laughs> All right. All uh, you know, I, uh, yeah, I would, uh, I would see that. and I would see, um, uh, uh, a lack of a forgiving spirit in some people. Right. Um, you know, that, you know, like if someone would say, you know, they're very sorry if something happened and that the person would continue to berate them and tell them, you know, what a, what an a-hole they are and, uh. You know, I'd say, wow, well, you asked to, you know, and I would witness this kind of stuff, and I'd say, wow, you asked for this person's forgiveness, you were sincere, and they just continue to beat you down, much like what we see in the media today with these people, because a lot of these uh, people are in our mainstream media, and uh, I have learned now, never apologize to any of these people, because it gives them an excuse to beat you down even further, yeah. and uh You know, I believe that Dick Clark was part of that culture, which is why he was so mean, because, you know, while his secretary recognized the coolness of what I created with this award show that recognizes the work of the underdog, uh, Mr. Clark was not so kind about it and uh, was actually quite vicious and foul with his behavior. And, uh, you know, learned a very important lesson at that time, you know, that people like him, you know, They'll stand before God, and God's going to do what it says in the Bible. Depart. I never knew you.
0: Right. You, you know, you
3: know I, this is, again, this is my feeling. I'm not God. I don't know. I'm just saying. You know, from what I've learned, you know, I do know that the soul is eternal and goes on to another existence. Whatever that existence is, it just depends on how you lived your life here on Earth. You know what I mean?
2: You know, you know it's interesting to say that that uh, that perhaps Dick Clark was also of that kind of belief because I had Hank Harrison on the show, who's the the father of Courtney Love. And he was Very at-
3: familiar with Hank. I did a movie with him called Kurt and Courtney. I'm sure you've seen it. I'm oh, in that yeah. movie.
2: Oh, but I, really, I, know, I noticed you in that movie. I'll have to go back and look at it again. What was your part in there?
3: Yeah, I'm the yeah. stalker. I'm the one who interviews Get her. Get out in the of America. here.
2: I love that part.
3: <laughs> yeah, and, you know, I, they, I was supposed to, remember, the filmmaker kind of lets me have and says, you were supposed to ask her yeah. if she killed Kurt. And I said, oh, now I'm on the spot here because, you know, I... I'll tell you what happened when this is the greatest. That's a funny story right there. Okay. So I, I uh, was willing to do that film. She, Courtney Love went around with private investigators. Well, she ha- hired people to go around and try to intimidate people from not being in that movie.
0: Sure.
3: But I wasn't going to be intimidated because, number one, I knew where she was rehearsing on day one. But since they were paying me $300 a day. You think I'm going to find her the first day? <laughs> so in that movie, it shows us trying to find her, but we already knew where she was. <laughs> okay. She was at S.I.R. rehearsing. But you'll okay. see in the movie, you know, we're looking for her, and then, you know, I'm doing a Sony Handycam, and, and I got the guy with the mask on next to me. And, you know, uh, Nick describes us as two stalker that live under the main flight path at LAX, which wasn't really true. But, you know, it, it made for – a good effect in the movie but it that particular i was ready to ask her because i was right by the escalator at the century plaza hotel and i thought if i ask her this question she's gonna hurl me right down that escalator (laughs) because she was known for you know going crazy when people would ask her if she had anything to do with kurt's death but she was being honored for a free speech a first amendment award at an ACLU event, which I found incredibly bizarre considering how much she was trying to stop anybody from talking about her in this movie. How do you like that for irony?
0: And what happens is
3: uh, KCOP Channel 13, uh, their reporter is stuck in traffic.
0: This is Ryan O'Neill from 99.1 FM, the Key 99 Rock. Rise and shine, morning! And you're listening to the Rock and Roll Brigade with Randy, the Rocket Coach.